What up, Luffy? What's up, dog? How you doing, man? What's up, C. Rosie? All good. All good. Did you stay up late and watch that Dodger game? I did. I was up. I was up. I watched it. Pretty cool, man. Yeah, we'll get to it. It was a crazy finish. I can't get used to Bellinger with the short hair. It kind of freaks me out. Hey, he looked good last night. Change, changed his hands up a little bit. He's real tight in here. I like it. Yeah. yeah. All right, so we'll welcome you to the uh, Thursday edition of Baseball Today. You know, we only have five, time for five topics, but I want to start. What are you eating? <laughs> Don't worry. Is that peanut or almond butter? Or is that my nutso that you, uh, you, you took from Costco the other day? I still have your nutso. This is almond butter. All right. Yeah, almond butter. Okay, good. That's good. If you, if you want to dip into the nutso, it's really good. I got to tell you, man. Oh, I love it. All right. Uh, what is, we don't even have time for all these topics. So I want to uh, shout out to the Cardinals. Their 17-game winning streak came to an end, but awesome job by them. Uh, Giants, congrats. Most wins in San Francisco Giants history, 104. Salvi, good job with number 48. Hope your ankle's okay. I want to see you get to 50 this weekend. Shohei, congrats to you. First AL player with 45 bombs, 25 steals, and 100 runs scored. And Marcus Simeon for hitting the most homers ever in a single season by a second baseman. So shout out to all you guys. Unfortunately, we don't have time for you today because we're in such a crunch thanks to what's happening in the American League wildcard chase. So let's start with this. Last night, Red Sox a winner, Toronto a winner, Seattle a winner. So the Yankees currently have the number one wild card, a game ahead of the Red Sox, who are a half game ahead of the Mariners, and then Toronto is just one game out. Last night, we saw some heroics by kids in their 20s. Bo Bichette, the game-winning home run, is second of the game. Jared Kelnick, with a two-run double to give Seattle a lead at the time, uh, ended up being a tie game. Then Seattle ended up winning four to two. So, which of the big plays by the young kids were you more pumped up for? It, it has to be Kelnick. And there's so many things to love about like that at bat and like kind of what he's been doing lately. He's been really good in September after struggling for months before that. And I said when he came up, I was like, you know, he may have initial success, but there's going to be a lull. You can't. Put the you can't put the season on this kid's back. Well, he struggled initially, and now he's coming uh, into his own a little bit. Like the swing plays, you watch that guy hit. You know, in the box, I mean, there's a reason he was a top prospect or like the top prospect. Right. He has everything going for him. It's just gonna take a little bit of time for him at the big league level. He seems to be finding it, which means he's confident now, and I love that for him. You know, the Mariners uh, service said after the game, he goes. The, this like games like tonight are going to help these guys for many years to come, and I really, really believe that. Like this year, no matter if the Mariners make the playoffs or not, is so beneficial to the 2022 Mariners, the 2023 Mariners. Like these type of games, you know, this grows you up. So Kelnick coming and having success is going to be so, so good for him. So shout out. I mean, that was it was awesome to watch. And he said, he even said this, and then I'll throw it to you, Chris. He said it was like a movie. When he was out there and everyone's cheering and that hearing that, like that brings me back. Like there are times when you have a big hit and you're standing there and you're looking around and you're like, holy fuck. Like this is me. They're cheering for me. Like he said, I used to watch Sports Center and see this. And that's true. Like you have those moments. I'm glad he got his last night. Shout out the Mariners. So uh, real quickly, uh, Bo Bichette, awesome job. Really led him last night. He also set a single season record for most homers by a Jay shortstop, which was great. He was so fired up when he was running around the bases. 
Uh, Berrios, great job starting effort last night. Those guys really took it to Garrett Cole and then Bichette with the game winner. With all that being said, there's a reason I'm wearing a Mariners hat. Number one, it's because I finally found it around the house. My 16-year-old Brady had it like under his bed. I was like, dude, have you seen my Mariners hat? It's the one hat I've been able to find. He's like, yeah, I think it's under my bed. So shout out Brady Rose. Clean up your room occasionally. Number two, Kelnick, who's not much older than Brady Rose, is the guy who was hitting fifth last night. Barely has a 600 OPS. Was sent down after during an 0 for 39 streak. And we we're like, because I was pumped up when he came up. You weren't. You were like, yeah, whatever. I was like, dude, it's Jared Kelnick. And sure enough, Ploof, you were right. Well, for him to get that huge a hit, for them to win that game where they've won 11 of 12, for him to then get on the post-game mic and say, One more thing to all the fans out here. This coming weekend, the last home series, we want to fill every seat possible. Keep coming out. Keep supporting. We can't do this without you guys. And we appreciate everything, and we love you guys. That was awesome. That's making a statement, and that means you have the ability to be a franchise player. It's got to come together with the talent, but he's got the mentality of it. That's what they talk about all the time with him is just like, this guy wants it, like how yeah, hard he, he works. And if you have the talent and you're willing to do that, it's only a matter of time before you break out. He's 22 years old, 22 and 70 days, Chris. I always like to point this out to people to make sure they know how great Juan Soto is. Juan Soto's only like 300 days older than Jared Kelnick. <laughs> you know, That's like, I heard That's, that this is a really good. way off topic, but I, I heard that Juan Soto's only faced one pitcher this year that's older than Wait, you froze on me. Uh, repeat it. Juan Soto what? I think he's only faced one pitcher that's younger than him this year, or he might not even have faced any pitchers that are younger than him this year. It's wild. That is. Dude, I could – I want to be that guy's uh, financial consultant. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, I don't know anything about it. I want to sign up to do that. All right, number two, congratulations to the Tampa Bay Rays who clinched the number one overall seed. How shocked are you that the Rays for the second straight regular season are the best team in the American League? I'm shocked. I picked them to go under their win total prior to the year. I think it was like 86 and a half. And I said, you know what? They're just, they just can't do it again. That was my whole thinking. Like how with the off season that they had. Okay. Let's talk about it. Hunter Renfro, DFA, uh, turn down Charlie Morton's option, your club option. See you later. So you go out, you get Rich Hill, you ship him out mid season. You sign Colin McHugh, who turns out to be a, you know, a great signing for them, but they just didn't do anything. And you're like, how are you guys going to go and, you know, you just made it to the World Series. How are you not going to go do more in the offseason? They don't need to. And what's funny, you start to think about, why are these guys winning at the big level every single year? Like, how are they doing it? Go look at their mi in the minor leagues. They win every year in the minor leagues, too. Yes. Overall record in the minor leagues this year. They just – they develop and they teach how to win in the minor leagues. And it shows because these guys come up and like, oh, yeah, we that's what we do. We win. So – this will be the last year I ever take the under on a raise win total. I promise you that. Well, let's not forget a few other things. Oh, Snell. They haven't, had, they haven't had their best starting pitcher since June. They traded their starting shortstop, who has been a godsend for the Milwaukee Brewers in May. And they're going to win 100 games. I also looked at the number of different pitchers they've used. Now, they've used, I think, three different position players to throw as well. So they've used 41 guys to throw a pitch this season. And I looked around and I said, well, how does that compare to some other teams? 
The Arizona Diamondbacks, who have lost 108 games, have also used 41 guys to throw a pitch this year. So they have used the same number of pitchers as a 108-loss team, and they're at almost 100 wins. That's remarkable. Yeah, they. I mean, they, they approach pitching differently than anybody else in the big league. So we know that. That's part of the reason why that's the case. But, yeah, man, you just can't – you just have to look and be like, wow, what you guys do is amazing. It's unreal. Unreal. And you know what else is unreal? It's the last week of the regular season, so it's your final chance to collect the players and moments that made this season so unforgettable with the Topps Bunt MLB Card Trader app. Topps Bunt, it's the official digital trading uh, card app of the MLB and the MLBPA and releases new content every day featuring your favorite players, both past and present, as well as iconic moments like teams punching their ticket to the postseason. The app is free to play, and collectors from around the globe come together to connect, collect, and play their collections in real-time scoring contests to win in-app prizes. So build the ultimate digital baseball collection, craft or trade in lesser-valued cards for more rare ones, play the card wheel to win a prize with every spin, and complete missions to unlock brand-new content. Topps Bunt 21 will also be the premier destination for all the playoff action, releasing new collectible content with every twist and turn of this year's postseason. Download the Top Spot app now in the iTunes App Store and Google Play. Go do your thing. It's just a few days left in the regular season. And so let's continue on with one of the craziest games of the year last night. Dodgers were down 9-5. to five. They get a Betts homer to make it 9-6. to six, And then they explode for four homers in the eighth inning. Was that a bigger storyline than Max Scherzer having a so-so start for the second straight game? I think Scherzer's start is more of a storyline. I love the Dodgers showing some grit uh, and coming back there because I think, you know, they need that before they go into the playoffs. They need to have a game like that, you know, a comeback, something like that. Get you going a little bit. Um, but Scherzer, who Dave Roberts has been saying, he's our wild card starter. He's our wild card starter. I'm not so sure that's necessarily the case anymore. Bueller is not scheduled to pitch anymore this season. I think they have Sunday open on their scheduled rotation. So to me, that means, yeah, Scherzer might start, but that leash is going to be extremely short. And if that division gets wrapped up within the next two days, they have Urias scheduled to go on Saturday. It wouldn't surprise me if he throws like two innings in that game on Saturday, if things are wrapped up. And then you have the three of them ready to go. You fill your bench up with, with extra bats and you just do it like that. I don't think he's – I think he still will start, but I think they're having talks about other plans. What are we going to do? Because the one-game thing is you can't have – he's just short. Has to, be. has to be. And let's remember that when the Nationals made their World Series run in 2019, Scherzer got that start and was not great against Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. And they needed a huge comeback and the big-time hit by Soto and the misplay by Grisham in order to advance and then make their eventual World Series run. So you got to remember that. But a few things. So to me, it is the Scherzer thing. The, the Dodger coming back was great. Those guys were fired up. Their offense hasn't been great the last three to four weeks. So I think that if that unlocks something for them and allows everybody to take a deep breath, including Cody Bellinger, who had a big-time home run last night, that will be helpful. But Scherzer in his last two starts, uh, 10 and a third, 10 earned runs. Now, the thing that you look at, he made two starts against the Cardinals this year and did not give up a run in 14 innings. Isn't that kind of a big deal? 
It is a big deal. It is a big deal. And he's been so good. Like, he's bound to have a few, you know, mishaps here, a couple bad starts. It's just the nature of the game. Like, you're just not going to run good the entire time. So they still have trust in him, especially with those numbers you just talked about with the Cardinals. But it just means that when they were thinking, like, hey, this is going to be a Scherzer game, and then maybe we'll have um, – Bueller ready to back him up. Now it's like, oh, Bueller's going to be in the pen to start the game. Urias probably going to be in the pen to start the game, and, and we'll see how it goes. It's just, right. just tempered expectations a little bit. Got it. Okay, fair enough. Uh, by the way, he was done in – somebody made a good point in the chat that the defense was not great last night. It wasn't, <laughs> and it probably gave uh, the Padres some extra outs, but Scherzer was a little bit off, and he hasn't, he hasn't been super sharp. Yeah, his control hasn't been there. Like, a lot of his swing and miss stuff hasn't been there, and that's really important in a one game. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, did you check the one score that was probably most important to Milwaukee Brewers fans yesterday? That would be wall one, Devin Williams nothing. Unfortunately, he's going to miss the entire playoffs, it sounds like. He's going to have to have hand surgery. Went out, had a few pops after they won the NL Central. Uh, got frustrated. We're not exactly sure about the story here and ended up punching a wall and breaking his hand. And so their main setup guy for Josh Hader, one of the best in all of baseball, will no longer be participating in the playoffs. Came out, addressed the media, said all the right things. So too did Stearns, counsel, teammates. If you were a Brewers teammate, how pissed would you be? Oh, man. Uh, definitely initially really upset. You know, they've been set up to go deep into these playoffs. It's a long season. It's finally here. Then you find out, you know, one of your best relievers, one of the best relievers in the game, like you said, is now gone and for really no reason. But then you just start to go and feel bad for the guy. You know, there's no one that feels worse about this than Devin Williams. And he did say all the right things. And he's going to wake up for the next – I don't know, four months, every single day when he wakes up, he's going to think about, I can't believe I fucking did that. You know, so we've all done dumb stuff when we're drunk. Has it affected um, a town's playoff ch chances? Most likely not. So that's what he has to deal with right now. I'm not going to bash him, though. Like, he's just going to have to work, come back, be ready for next year, root his team on. There's nothing you can do now. Um because, like I said, there's nobody in this world that feels worse about this situation than Devin Williams. Right. I, and I, I get all that. I understand it. And I, I sat there and I listened to his press conference, and the guy wanted to cry. Uh, and I don't know if we'll ever get the full story. I don't know who gets frustrated after winning a division championship. It, it just it feels odd. It's not going to make anybody feel better or worse, depending on what caused the anger to punch a wall. Right? I mean, you just can't punch a wall. And for God's sakes, go watch the movie Bull Durham. Use your non-pitching hand. I mean, Kevin Costner taught that to Nuke Lelouch. Let's, let's clean it up a little bit there if you're a baseball fan. Um, I, I just wonder about long-term. Listen, this happened with the right franchise because the Brewers have done a lot of right things in how they've handled things. And I think Craig Council is a, such a calming force in a clubhouse. Like, you never see him pissed off. He never calls guys out, ever. You know, he is the perfect guy seemingly to play for. But I wonder if behind the scenes they don't sit there and they're like, what are you doing? Of like, course of course, they're saying that, man. Like, it's it's such an avoidable thing. <laughs> you know, like, you really, right. you really want to be responsible with everything. And the, and the celebrations, man, like, 
should happen there and then you go home there's still work to do you know but it got out of hand uh, obviously and snicker said it best when because you know did this earlier in the yes, year and he said ain't the first time it's happened it's not gonna be the last time it happened we didn't know it was gonna happen uh, again this year with the best pitch one of the best pitchers in the game right before the playoffs but you know it's true like people do stupid stuff when they drink and let that be a cautionary tale to anybody out there that's listening like I don't know. Try not to do that. <laughs> should should we each share the stupidest thing we did when we were drunk? I don't even – I've done so many dumb things I couldn't point out one. Yeah. I can tell you Michelle Rose's. Okay. She said yes to my marriage proposal. Okay, yeah. There you go. Dad, bro, stop that. That's, that. that's the most true cautionary tale ever. So, there. All right. Uh, last one. Mad Bum. He's actually going to be on the mound today. Hopefully he gets to face his old buddy Buster Posey for the first time. That will be great. Uh, but it was nice for him to be back in, in San Francisco, and I saw him smile yesterday because the great mascot Lucille came up and grabbed him by the head and was playing around, and Mad Bum gave a dab and all, like shook hands. It was amazing. Are you a mascot guy? Were you a mascot guy when you played? Not really. I'm just not like a huge fan of mascots, but the Twins did have a really cool mascot. TC Bear is an absolute stud. And what's cool about you know being in the big leagues is you get to meet all the people under the right you know, under the mascot uniform. So uh, a couple of cool things about TC Bear: he was a stud, like softball player. So he would do these home run derbies on the field and would just crush people. This. Big mascot costume, left-handed hitter, just hitting moonshots into the stand. So you had a lot of respect for him there. But then we also would do tours during the off-season. T.C. Bear would come along to the schools and stuff, and we'd be sitting on stage. I'd be like, hey, Bear, we getting shit-faced tonight or what? <laughs> <laughs> so those are fun moments, man. Shout out. And it's a new T.C. Bear there now. I don't have a relationship with the new T.C. Bear. Old T.C. Bear, that's my guy. Hey, by the way, if it was the same TC Bear back in the day, that that dude could rake. That's what I'm saying. I mean, seriously rake. I, I sat there and I was watching him hit bombs into the upper deck at Target. I was like, I was so impressed. Yeah. So impressed. It was ridiculous. <laughs> um, one of my favorite ones is actually Orbit down with the Houston Astros. Great skits going. Like, very funny stuff. Um, I, I haven't seen a lot lately, obviously, because I think probably the COVID situation but always great with the visiting team players. I mean, the, the OGs, you know, the San Diego Chicken, the Philly Fanatic, you know. But if I had to pick one right now that's, you know, one of the most entertaining out there, it's Orbit. There you go. You know, uh, the Rays mascot's really good. He's yeah. damn good stuff. And then, but the same thing with the Fanatic. You, get, you meet the guy outside the costume, and it's hilarious. You're like, wow, you are the Philly Fanatic. Like, that's you. I mm. love it. Yeah. All right, dude, what do we have going on today on uh, on John Boy Media? Not a damn thing, bro. We got the recap coming tomorrow. Um, I'm going to play golf today. Oh. It's going right. to be like 1,000 degrees, but I'm going to do it. What about All you? Right. Uh, Rose Rotation with Lucas Giolito is out. We talked a lot about a lot of stuff. Him uh, starting a playoff game in Houston. It'll be his first playoff game in front of fans. So biggest challenge there. Uh, the celebration that they had, it was a really weird division celebration because they won the division after the first game of a split doubleheader in Cleveland. 
they lost the game, the second game, via a walk-off and then had to go celebrate division championship after a guy gives up a walk-off homer. So there's a lot of good stuff with him. Uh, he's always really interesting and introspective. So that is available now for you, Rose Rotation, wherever you download your podcasts and on our JM Baseball YouTube channel. Hmm. I want to give a shout-out to the Braves, who essentially won the NL East last night. Max yeah. did his thing. We didn't talk about them at all. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about in a short amount of time. So I know. Well, you know, the thing is with the Braves, they're going to – I saved it because I think they're, they'll clinch tonight. Um, you know, they win tonight. They clinch the division. Houston can wrap up its division. So I'm trying to save it for when teams actually start clinching stuff. Right. We're not trying to ignore it. People always say, well, why don't you talk more about the – we only got five topics, so we're trying to hit the most important things. We have talked about the Braves. We have talked about the Astros. We will continue to because they're both going to make the playoffs. So there you go. And, and Chris, remember we said Ellie has to get some pinch hits to get some experience, you know, doing that for the postseason. He might be starting now. Gavin Lux ran into the wall. Like, hopefully he's okay, but home run for Belly gets in the starting role. Is he going to go off? You gotta slow your roll a little bit. Is he gonna go off? Cut yeah. the hit, fix the swing. Let's go. Yeah, let's slow. I, I would like to see him get back into it. I think it's been a really, really. I mean, dude was hit under a buck sixty heading into last night. So we'll see. We'll see. A lot to get. I can't. I'm so excited for the playoffs, dude. Four more days, and we'll know who. Well, maybe we'll know who's going where. Maybe we might get some games on Monday. I love it when there's Monday games. I love it. I'm all in favor of it. All right, man. All right. Peace, everybody. See ya.